everyone. We are about to go back to school. I'm a little sad about that, but it's okay. And with back to school time, there's always a huge adjustment for teachers pay teachers sellers. If you are a TBT seller, then the summer is awesome because not only do you get to like hang out at the pool all day, but you can also work on your products all day. And if you're anything like me, you spend a lot of the summer working on your business. This summer in particular, good gracious, I worked so much on my business. So going from having, you know, 24 hours a day that you could potentially be working on your business to being at work for eight or 10 or 12 hours a day makes a huge difference in what all you can do in your business. So today we're gonna to talk productivity tips to help you continue to move forward in your business. All right, so these are not in any particular order. I tried not to pick things that like everybody talks about, but things that are specific and actionable because you know, I just love specific and actionable. They're not in any order. I'm just gonna rattle them off. Number one is that you need to know what your goals are, AKA you need to know what you're doing. So if you are trying to create 50 products, that is your goal. And if you're trying to create 50 products, then you need to spend your working time on creating products and not like posting on Instagram and stuff like that. That's not bad, but just know what your goal is. If your goal is to really expand and work on your Instagram, then you need to spend time working on Instagram, figuring out the best strategies, researching those kind of things. So just know what your goal is. And I just posted a video all about goals actually, because I started talking about this and then I was like, I, we need to talk about goals before we can talk about how to manage your time. Basically just every month or every few months, pick something you want to work on and make that your goal for the next few months. So again, 50 products or get more people on Instagram or start a blog or those kind of things. Depending on what your goal is, you're going to have very different priorities. And so your goals tell you what you actually need to do. So number one is know what your goals are. Number two is not gonna be a surprise by anyone who's been listening to me and that is get strategic with your products. The worst thing is creating a product and spending a lot of time on it and nobody buys it. Now there might be a lot of reasons for that, but we want to get really strategic to make sure that doesn't happen. So make sure you're basing the products that you're creating on what is selling and also what is your niche. And if you want more information about like how to get really, really, really strategic with your products, let me know below. I would love to make a video all about that. It would be like, my dream. The other part of strategic products is making product lines. So this means multiple resources that go together or that are similar. So maybe you have like a certain game that you do. See if you can do that game, but for a couple of different concepts. Or on the flip side, you can pick one concept and do a couple of different activities for that concept. This really helps because people come to your store for one thing and then they notice, oh, hey, there's all these other things that I can get too. And then they can purchase them all. You can bundle them together and it'll take less time. Why does it take less time? You don't have to look things up. I'm currently working on a set of rhythm activities with zoo animals. And so I have like digital ones and paper ones and all these different things. I have, I think I've totaled like eight products that are going up but they all go together and it was so much faster because I could take templates that I had, 
that I just used and use them again. So make strategic products, pick strategic products and also make strategic product lines. The next one kind of goes along with that and that is post your products at the same time. So I used to like finish a product and then go post it. But now what I do instead is I'll just on a piece of paper, write down the name of the products that I have finished. And then when I get to a good place, then I can post them. Then I post all of them at the same time. This helps because I'm, you know, already on the website. So I don't have to like pull it up. I can create all the thumbnails at the same time. If they're related, I can link them all together and things like that. Also, it means that I'm not waiting to post them when I'm like super stressed out and just finished the product and I'm tired and I just want to go to bed. So post them all at the same time. You can also pick a particular day. So I usually do either Thursdays or Fridays. I will post all of the products that I have made in the last week or two. Along with that, when you are posting those products, go ahead and do everything you need for those products. So that means print them out, take pictures, make videos of them if you're gonna do that. Just do all the things right then so that you don't have to go back later and add pictures or add videos or anything like that. It also gives you more content to use on your social media if you already have pictures of the product in action and it looks so much better in previews if you can show how to use the product. Now, if you're like, Becca, that's a lot of paper. I understand. Um, I use my business money to buy more paper and I use HP Instant Ink, which is like an ink subscription service if you have an HP printer. And so I pay, it's like $10 a month and I get 300 pages a month to print. And that can be black and white or color. So if I print like a full color thing, it's the exact same amount as if I just print like one word on a page. So I love HP Instant Ink for that reason. I don't feel guilty ever like printing anything out. Like when I was creating this book, I printed it out twice so that I could go through and just make sure there weren't any typos or things like that. And it was not scary because I had plenty of pages. They also roll over. So if you don't use them all, then some of them will roll over into next one. I will leave a link to HP Instant Ink down below. I actually always leave a link by the way in my descriptions in case you need that. All right. The next one is more of a planning thing and that is pick three things a day. So what I mean by that is when you make your to-do list, if you're like me, I like to write down everything that I have to do, but then I write three things that I have to get done today. Now the way I do this is in my full focus planner, which I love. I just write down all of my tasks down here and then up on top it has a spot to put three. And so I put my three top things there. I'm also trying out color coding. I haven't decided if I like it because this week is the first week that I did it. So we shall see. But those three things that are on top are things I know I have to get done today before anything else. Now you saw like a couple of things down here are already checked off because they're not as important, but I did already get them done. But my top three things, which are send my Etsy product, which is sitting over here on my desk, ready to go. Edit my new book that's coming out is already checked off. And then my third thing is film videos, which is obviously what I'm doing right now. As soon as this video is over, I know I've gotten the three things I have to get done by so this is just a way to prioritize and show like, okay, here are things that actually matter. Here's everything else. This is helpful if you want to put things on here, like clean the bathroom or take the trash out or stuff like that. That's not like 
super huge deal, but still needs to get done. Now, of course, you do not have to purchase the full focus planner. I like every every time I go to repurchase it, I'm like, should I do it? Should I not? And then I always do. But you can just write a to-do list and then put like a star next to three things or just separate your notebook with a line and put three things on the top and then everything else. This way, you know, these are the things that have to get done. And if all the other stuff doesn't get done, it's probably not the end of the world. The next one is batch whenever possible. So batching is a process where you group things together that are the same. So some people say they batch blog posts, some people batch videos. I am filming four videos today and I filmed like six last week so I really didn't have to film four today. But here we are, um, creating all the thumbnails for your new TBT products. Those things are all batching. So like, so uploading all your TBT products at the same time would also be considered batching. Batching is helpful because it allows you to kind of focus on something and you don't have to switch gears to do something else. It also helps with things like videos if you batch them because then if something happens like the day before you were gonna film and you can't, then you already have some stuff done. Now, some people are like super crazy about batching and you don't have to be like really, really on it. Again, like I film, you know, like four videos at a time, four to five is usually my happy place. You could just sit down and film two videos or you can make, you know, three thumbnails or something like that. It doesn't have to be like, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna make a hundred thumbnails. No, um, but you can match pretty much anything, Pinterest pins, thumbnails, product uploads, making products, all those things can be batched. You could also batch things by doing a lot of them in like a similar time. So for example, I'm gonna try my hand at batching my blog post next month. I've never done this before, but we're gonna try. And I'm going to write one blog post each day and then schedule them out for like when I would normally post them so I am going to write all of my blog posts in one month for like four months. We shall see how it goes, <laughs> but I am going to try this. That way I can kind of focus on those blog posts and then on the other months I can focus on other things. So. If I like it, I will let you know how it goes. The next thing is to connect your content. I hear people say things all the time like, what do I send my email list? And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand the question. I get the same question with social, like what do I post on social media? I'm like, well, what are you doing in your business? That's what you should be posting. So we're going to connect our things. For example, after I say this, y'all are all gonna call me out on it, but it's okay. For example, <laughs> on my Becca.e.davis, I know that's super obnoxious, but you can blame my parents for naming me Rebecca or my husband for having the last name Davis. Anyway, um, Becca.e.davis at Instagram is where we talk TPT tips all the time. On that page, do you know what I post? So on Tuesday, I have a new video come out. So for example, when this one comes out on Tuesday, I'll say, hey, new video all about time management, blah, 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 blah. On Wednesday, I will post like maybe one of these tips. Then on Thursday, I will post another tip 
or here's what happened once I started planning my life or something like that. They're all related. And then when my new video comes out, then I start talking about that one. So everything's related. And then you know what I do? I go on Twitter and I tweet something from the video. So I'm not sitting there racking my brain trying to figure out what I'm going to create. I just do whatever is there. Yeah. Don't call me out too much for that. So you can do the same thing with videos, with blog posts, you can do it with products. If you have a new product all about teaching quarter notes, then for the next few days, talk about teaching quarter notes. It doesn't all have to be like, hey, here's a product, buy it. But you could you know, have one where it's like, hey, I have this new product. And then the next day you can talk about, um, here's another activity that I like for quarter notes. And the next day, oh, here's another activity that would go really well with that product that I talked about the other day. Those kind of things really help to connect and it also helps your audience because they're getting something that's really consistent and kind of flows together. So instead of like, here's a random post, there's a random post, there's a random post, they all go together and they seem like they belong together and we like that. Now the next one is going to be really quick and that is schedule everything. I don't know how people function if they don't schedule. So this could be scheduling particular tasks on particular days. Like for example, I always send my emails on Tuesday and I schedule them out for the next week. That's another example of batching or how I've told you for years, I have always written my blog post on Monday mornings, Monday morning, first thing, write a blog post. Um, those things can be scheduled or you can just look at your calendar and say, okay, I need to do this product. So I'm going to work on it on this day. Schedule it out so that you know, when to do it. Don't just say, I need to do that. I need to do that. And don't actually do it. Put it on the calendar so you can do it. I think I have a free calendar actually down below in the um, TBT planning templates that I give everyone when they join my email list. And it has like a blank calendar so you can add it in and you can use it for a content calendar or you can use it for things like scheduling out tasks. The next thing is figure out how long things are going to take you. So you can make a list of activities that you can do in 15 minutes or in five minutes or in 30 minutes or in an hour. That way, if you have an extra 15 minutes, instead of being like, oh, I don't have time to do anything, look at the list and say, oh, cool. I have 15 minutes. I can go make a thumbnail or I can go do this or I can go do that or I can post on Instagram. Go and look at those things so that you can take advantage of any tiny bits of time that you have here and there. The next two last thing, I know we're almost there, 16 minutes in, is schedule like tasks. So what I mean by this, you're probably like, Becca, you just said to batch, so isn't that the same thing? kind of. So I always think of this in terms of when I'm at school and when I'm at school, I have some tasks that I have to do sitting at my computer. I have some tasks that I have to do at the library and I have some tasks that I can kind of do wherever or some that I like have to be in my room, but not necessarily at my computer. So I schedule those together. So for example, if I have some laminating I need to get done and I need to print something out and I need to go look for a book, I'm going to do all three of those things at the same time because they all take place in the library. So I'm going to make sure that when I go to the library, I do all three of those things. Same thing for at my desk. When I'm sitting at my desk, I know, okay, I have to write my lesson plans. I have to do this. I have to do that. These are things that I have to do at my desk. So I do them when I'm at my desk. I also 
only do them when I'm at my desk. So you will not catch me grading papers sitting at my desk because grading papers is something that I can do during my lunch duty while it's sitting on a clipboard or walking around a room doing, or like walking around the room if the kids are watching a five minute video or something like that. That way I save my desk time for my desk. You can do the same thing in your business. So things that you maybe like have to do on the internet or you have to do at the computer or things that you have to do in your office. What are things that you have to do here or there and kind of schedule those together. Or it could even be if you're on like the same website. So for example, this morning I scheduled a few emails and then on my email service provider, I also created a landing page for a new freebie that I have. So those things were like not physically in the same place because it wasn't on a website, but they were in the same area. So even though it wasn't like batching cause I wasn't making like 50 landing pages, I stuck that onto my emails because I was already there. That way you're just, it just takes a step out and just makes life a little bit easier. And the very last thing that I'm gonna tell you is something that I learned from Brian Tracy, who is like the time management guru if you need to learn more about time management, I would recommend pretty much any of his books, and that is Eat the Frog. So what that means is not actually eat frogs, um, but Eat the Frog means that you do the hardest thing first. So obviously we don't really wanna eat frogs because that's not appealing. So if you have to eat the frog, you're gonna eat the frog first. So that's what you should do in your business. That's why I like having those three things separate from the rest of my list because that's my, okay, these are the three things I have to get done before anything else can get done. That doesn't necessarily mean I won't do some of the other things, but it means that I will try to do those first thing. So whatever is your hardest thing, so like if you hate writing blog posts, then first of all, don't write blog posts. Secondly, if you hate writing blog posts, write them first. Whenever I do any sort of writing, whether that was for my book, whether that was for blog posts, it does not matter. If I have to write, or even email, if I have to write, I do it first thing in the morning. There's just something mentally or like I can't write the rest of the time. I mean, surely I can, but it's just so much. Can you hear that? My dog is um, barking at someone in her sleep. Um, anyway, <laughs> what was I talking about? Eat the frog. You wanna do the hardest thing first because then it's over. My husband is a big fan of Ryan Surhand, who is a realtor in New York, who is amazing. And he has the, he's on the show Million Dollar Listing New York and also Sell It Like Surhand. And he has a book called Sell It Like Surhand, which is actually really good. I would really highly recommend it. But he always talks about how he makes his workouts like super crazy hard and he does them at like four o'clock in the morning. And the reason he does that is because if you do the hardest thing first thing in the morning, then you know that like the rest of the day is gonna be a lot easier. The other thing is I find the earlier you do something, the less excuses you make. So if I wait until like the afternoon to do something difficult, then I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, I'm tired. Oh no, I need to do that. No, I need to go clean. Oh, I don't have any more time. The sooner you do it, the more likely it is to get done. All right, so there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of my best productivity tips. Not in any order, just kind of all over the place, but all super, super, super helpful. If you are interested in more time management things, I would love to talk planning, 
time management, product creation, batching, all of the things. So leave comments for things that you would like to see in the future. Let me know what your top tip for productivity is. And yeah, thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next time.